Game week six is over, and we're already looking ahead to game week seven. This is Paddy and Jody on the Fantasy King podcast. On tonight's broadcast, we'll take a wee look back over game week six, as I say. And, of course, we'll not dwell too much on the past. We'll also um, look ahead to the, what's coming up this week, take a few questions in, and discuss the main talking points. Anyway, that's my main job for the night over. Paddy, how are you getting on? <laughs> Johnny Giles, done, spoken like a true pro. Um, oh, I don't know why I keep doing those. <laughs> Johnny, who were you on the phone to this week, by the way? What do you mean? Did I see that you were um, you're ready for some Irish pundit? Um... Oh no, it's, it's the it's the GA fella, it's Jer Canning, it's the the GA fella. It's it's not it's not FPL related. Don't worry about it. It's oh, good football nice. stuff. Cut, cut <laughs> then. Well, um, Johnny, so do you want to do you, you want to take it away with your team? Saying you had a great week. Uh, well, it wasn't a great week, but after the disaster of the week before, it was certainly an improvement. It was a return of seventy three points, a rise of about one point one million, and that was mainly. Actually, I wouldn't even say mainly. It was totally aided by the fact that I played the wild card. As based on last week's show, you could probably tell I was very, very tempted to do. So good weekend with Aguero was captain, Son getting an assist. My old hero, Bobby Firmino, who who stayed there the whole time. He made the cut. He got another goal. John Lundstrom, the working class hero, coming on to get 12 points. And Matt Ryan, who I brought in as the new goalkeeper, get a nice wee cheeky 10 from a goalkeeper. Jesus, is, Johnny. This is to this team. Can I just tell you, Johnny, I feel like a new man looking. It's not even my team. But actually, I feel like there's a weight of the words off my shoulders looking at this team. First of all, when I click into your you, team. You don't have to feel so sorry for me this week. Yeah, you don't I just feel, so feel like sorry a relief. You know, I, feel, I feel like I was that kind of dad always trying to push you on out to the field. Like, go on, son. Go on. Go on. You'll and, enjoy and it. Great with the rest fun. of the crowd. Uh, and uh, here you are. I see. I just seen the wee wild card played here underneath your points. I'm like, wow, he's he's gone and done it. He's he's a real man. Go on ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm still in the in, in the cash league. I'm still like 146, but it's nice to get out of that. Uh, Johnny, it's green basement, all right. basement that it's green hours all around. Yeah, and it, it's uh, and you know obviously. You know, without sounding like the typical real life football manager, you know, we're looking to push on now and make a name for ourselves throughout the rest of this season. Nothing's won yet. <laughs> oh no, that's good, Johnny. I like I like the team there. So I'm gonna go give just go through it very quick the, just the name. You have Van Anholt made the cut, Lundstrom, Robertson, you have Moy, um, Manny, Son, you got Son in, I love that. Cantwell, Aguero, Firmino, and Abraham. Nice team there, Johnny. I think the main problem was that I always had was I was always trying to be too smart in getting the whole team to play well based on a football, you know, like on a kind of a football eye test all the time. Whereas I did kind of, if you look at the bench, the bench is a bit light, but that freed up a wee bit of extra money because I was having situations there where I was getting too many points from people who were sitting on my bench, you know, yeah. PBA being the typical case of that uh, throughout the first four game weeks. So uh, it's a bit of an improvement. So uh, I'll, I'll take that. No problem. And I uh, see you have that. Yeah. You, you went, you, you kept your working class hero, as you call him, uh, the silent hero for Mino. And uh, he's been he's been doing great, like, and um, he's definitely another option now for the the Liverpool trifecta. You I know, think so. For people he, moving off these expensive defenders. Yeah, you know, when he, he is still that wee bit cheaper than the likes of Salah and Mane. So if you want a Liverpool forward, I, I think his price did go up because you know during that stage when you're you you know you do the wild card and you sort of draft it over and over again. It's almost like a, a movie script that you're writing. Yeah. You know, I actually temporarily put Firmino out just to see who I could get in, and then. I realised I wouldn't be able to get him back in again. He if is I had gone he, through it, if you just know for I mean. the people listening. Uh, he is nine point five million, and yeah. uh, he will probably rise very soon because people are starting to cop on to this thing. This mm-hmm. this man, Johnny. Yeah, I think so, and rightly so, because he is playing very, very well in terms of both points and in general performances as well. So yeah. it's a, it's very understandable. Because once upon a time, people were going big at the back, so they were bringing in you know your Robertson, Trents, and Van Dykes. 
mm. and then they were having Salah. Yeah. So you could only really have, you know, you can only have three pool players, so people were doubling up at the back. But that seems to be, it's not happening at the moment, this uh, expensive defenders. It's all, yeah. up, it's all up at the attack, isn't it? The attack, the forefront of the attack for fantasy football players this, this season. It seems to me, well, I don't know if I'm maybe being general here, but it seems it was kind of the other way last year, like where people did kind of stockpile oh, heavy on the defenders. Yeah. 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 So now so. it seems like people are coming off these uh, expensive defenders and mm. pushing the money up forward. And there'd be no harm in having Firmino, Manny and Salah instead of <laughs> Salah, Robertson and, and TEA these days. Absolutely, well, absolutely. And we'll have a little look at the fixtures later on for Liverpool and stuff. But yeah, Johnny, you must be happy with that team. I see you have Abraham in there as well. Well, I, I was, as a Liverpool fan, I was delighted that he didn't score at the weekend. I was I was more than okay with that. He had a big chance, I remember, in the first half, which uh, Adrian saved. But overall, I was happy enough with it. And, uh, you know... How about we'll talk about the the weekend in general? But I'd like I'd like to hear how your team went, Paddy. I genuinely have no idea how it went. Like I'm, I'm not yes. building you up for a fall or anything. No, here. don't be worrying. Um, I got seventy six points, Johnny. Johnny. Oh, you bef- devil! Four. We go there. What was your overall? Oh, I have your overall rank here. Do you know it off the top of your head? Do you have it there? It's about three point two million now. Excellent, man. You moved up. So, and again, we rank five hundred thousand. So, well done there, Johnny. Ta. So anyway, seventy six points for myself. Good man. Um, great to see these green arrows. They're, uh, you know, it's I don't know, a game like last week where it's all doom and gloom. This week, we're all a little bit happier and, and cheerful when you get those green arrows, Johnny. Um, so a game week rank of three hundred and forty thousand, and an overall rank now. I went from one point two million, and I'm up there now at uh, four hundred and ninety eight k. So just not. You know, not big, so big bad, race, about so 800,000 places, I think. You know, a big race, so I'm delighted with that to be back in there. Mm-hmm. And um, the um, the big save, like I was going to say, my captain was Sterling, and I had my vice captaincy on Kevin De Bruyne. So it just mm-hmm. goes to show you, it's always very important to make sure you have that, um, that vice captaincy set up properly. Mm-hmm. Um, also, your first sub is another very important one, which, I, which came in for me as well. So when Sterling went off... On came Ludstrom and got me that 12 points. Yep. So I got, yeah, did I get a rub of the green? I think I did, but I planned appropriately as well. Um, but with all that that happened, it wasn't the highlight of my game week. What was then? Jota getting me nine points. <laughs> that I, that uh, that cost me a clean sheet for Crystal Palace, but you know I'm okay with that for the sheer drama and entertainment of a last yeah. minute equaliser. What was you it, ninety fourth or fifth minute or something? Oh, like that? it was it was Fergie time, so it was. And yeah. like I had suffered that bastard in my team for <laughs> five weeks, yep. and um, so I was delighted to get that. You know that really boosted me up. Um, nothing else really from my defence. Well, the Pope got me six, Wan Bissaka one. I don't even want to talk about United. I don't even go there. Um, Van United are back, lads. United are back. Van Dijk got me two points. Uh, Dina got me one point. Cantwell got me two. Sabalos, um, two. And I don't know how to pronounce that man's name. I don't care either, okay? Um, Salah got me five. Of course, De Bruyne, 34 points. Jota, nine. And Pookie, two. So just, just so you know, Patrick, his name is Danny Ceballos. Ceballos. Okay, you have to go the Spanish way. You have to roll the tongue a wee bit, which, uh, which us Donegal coaches aren't very used to. But we have to adapt now and again. There you go. Well, that's it. Now I'll, I'll remember that. Can I just ask as well? Because obviously, <laughs> the, this kind of leads us into one of the biggest talking points of the weekend, which turned out not to be that much of a disaster in the end. Was the whole thing of Sterling getting benched? 
in the Man City game where they absolutely ran riot um, in that 8-0 win. But of course, as you say, a lot of people had the likes of De Bruyne as a vice-captain. Uh, you know, so that uh, it turned out fantastically well in the end for a lot of people still. Yeah, it wasn't a real disaster. It, it, but for some as well, a lot of people didn't have De Bruyne captain, vice-captain and uh, there was a few um, salty salty tweets I saw out there on, on the Twitterverse. Do tell. Anything exciting? Anything controversial? Uh, well, FPL Fly, he was having a laugh, really. He, he likes to throw out the, you know, throw out a line there so you can reel in. Sure. But yeah. uh, he caught a few with um, saying that picking the vice captaincy is pure jammy and there's no skill involved in it. <laughs> but uh, it was brilliant because you want to see the tweets that were under it. Like, you just, he's, uh, he's a cool guy, that. He was the guy that actually gave uh, FPL Chef his son's team. Well, son gave it up. After uh, a suggestion, and Chef uh, got back into the league with all. You remember all that hacking carry on that yeah, happened last that stuff week. From last well, week, the yeah. um, the Fantasy Premier League have now reinstated the three accounts that were hacked by some third party um, malicious ball bags. Ball bags, yeah. So they got the three guys got their accounts back, and uh, hopefully, oh. it's all sorted now that they get their those hits are rescinded as well at the ball bag put on the teams <laughs> so I take, I take it FP, FPL Fly is the sort of guy who'll stir the pot he'll wind people up he'll put out the, the fishing line as they say but at the same time he's a good guy deep down yeah well he made the, the week in FPL so if you want to have a look at that wee article you'll see you'll see it all there under my under my tweets but yeah that's that's basically what happened uh, look and uh, that's what the vice captain's there for though in fairness isn't it Johnny absolutely absolutely yeah 100% I know I say absolutely a lot but I'll, I'll say it even three or four times there 100% agree <laughs> Um, about that Norwich game, eight nil. Um, of course, didn't beat the United record, which is still intact. Um, what Norwich? What Norwich game are you talking about, Paddy? The uh, that, that that was Watford, Paddy. Oh, what Jesus, <laughs> Watford. Sorry, the Watford game. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, no. You know, when you looked at, I think that a lot of us managers that didn't have Aguero got mm. off light. How so? Well, he only got a goal and assist. You could well, have very easily yeah. flicked on yeah. the telly and you could have seen like three or four goals there for Aguero. And a lot but, of people had him captain. And on top of that, a lot of people triple captained him, Johnny. So, yeah. you know, it, well, I, I felt that it was a it was a let off. Now, and I could tell in the WhatsApp group, um, a few boys were getting a little bit triggered now whenever I would put in, you know, uh, Aguero shooting blanks today. Cause I was just <laughs> trying to, you know, wee bit of wind up there and a few of them took the bait. Well, it's not like we can say he's like a one-season wonder or something like that yeah. there, or he's he's off form because he only scored one goal at the weekend. Ah, he he's not up to it at all. But yeah, but yeah, right. In fairness, because like I had Aguero as captain, you know, it was, yeah. it was a wee return as eighteen points if you had him as captain, uh, which isn't bad. But it's just because he was so drawn out by the likes of of Silva and De Bruyne and you know the other guys who who kind of stole the show. Yeah, you know, it's, it's bad for him on a goal and assist that don't even get mentioned. You know, I know it's crazy. And the way yeah. kind of the game week started was. A lot of people were laughing at the the managers that didn't have that had Sterling on their teams, and even more so that he was captain. And mm-hmm. then it kind of just started to wear off very quickly what they were laughing at because then they realised that the vice captaincy was on De Bruyne. And then by the end of the match, the people that actually had you know Sterling uh. done better than the people that had Aguero captain and even triple captain because uh, De Bruyne, of course, took the thirty four points. So it was thirty four. Yeah. It was a dramatic week. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit. It was. It was definitely a very interesting one. That whole hour between about two o'clock on Saturday afternoon to about five o'clock on Saturday afternoon, there was a lot of uh, you know a lot of FPL coming and going with the whole. The, the that's probably the most exciting and enjoyable bit of pepper that ever was. Usually, it causes 
only mass frustration. This time it actually gave something back, in fairness, yeah. to a lot of people. Not to everybody, but to a lot of people, in fairness. It was. Now, uh, and unless you had a Watford defender. <laughs> um, who, who would do such a thing, Paddy? I know. But yeah, it was, uh, I enjoyed that. Now, I thought it was, I thought it was very comical. Um, yeah. So, Johnny, will we just have a wee uh, look into maybe game week seven? And yeah, we'll out with the old, out, out with the old, old, in with the new. Yeah. Let's see the fixtures here. Whoa, so we have a nice uh, early kickoff, Johnny, on Saturday. Sheffield United against Liverpool, yep. Yeah. Uh, well, that's true as well there. But um, before we get into the actual fixtures, okay, let's yeah. just chat about a wee bit maybe about, are you considering any changes for this week? Or, you know, if you get 76 points, are you happy just to hold fire for a bit? Well, Johnny, that's a good question. I actually have two free transfers this week, okay? So, so would I, you, sir. Yes, I am I'm delighted to have the two free transfers. The way I'm set up at the moment is I'm playing... Like I do have a few things to do yet, but I have made one change, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was smart—a smart move. And yeah, it was smart, but I kind of—I know I'm going to be a little punished for it as well. Uh, I okay. got rid of Jota, and I brought after after he was your hero on Sunday. I know, I know. Okay, no, and, fair enough. And he's dropped in price as well; like he's about six point two million. But I've got rid of him after he scored the goal, and he could go into possibly into a run of form now. He's got Watford. And I know he's got Man City next, but then it's Southampton, Newcastle. A little blip in there with Arsenal. But then the fixtures after that are quite good with Villa, Bournemouth, Sheffield and West Ham and Brighton. But Don't forget there, Paddy, too, just one second, yes. sorry, before that. Just don't forget as well, they have a small enough squad and a lot of Europa League games coming up as well. That I feel like hugging you, Johnny. I feel like hugging you. That's actually... Oh, you know, gee, it's not even my birthday or nothing. I, I, it's just actually, it's took a wee bit of the, the guilt off me. But right, anyway, okay. so in comes Tammy Abraham. Now... I've went fast in this. I know I've made the early transfer and, you know, there's cup games and all on, but I think he might be rested. And then also on top of that, the fixtures that Tammy Abraham has coming up right now are mouth-watering. Yeah. Um, you have Brighton at home, Southampton away, Newcastle at Newcastle. home, Burnley away, Watford away, Crystal Palace at home, and then you have Man City in uh, game week 13. That's six weeks. That's six good game weeks. Like, so... He he is going to price rise, and if I want to try and you know free, get, get, hold on to that extra point two or one or whatever he, he raised this week I, for my next transfer, I needed to do that. Ah, okay. Well, um, that's a... For my second transfer, I'm not too sure what I'm going to do yet, Johnny. I have a couple of little flags on my team. Not injury. Well, one injury flag. I have Emerson for Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. Yeah, he was re-injured again. He came on for 15 minutes, I think, and he had to come off. They, they rushed him back, Johnny. Classic case. And I, like, I like the way you said re-injured. I've never heard that before. Re-injured. <laughs> yeah, he, he was he was injured. He came back and now he's injured again. So, yeah, re-injured, re-injured again. <laughs> so um, then I also have uh, another player that I'm looking at maybe to ship out is uh, Lucas Dina, um, who are playing Man City, of course. Mm-hmm. So, if I, but maybe if I hold him, the fixtures actually get a little bit better for Dina after the Man City game. But it's also the it's also the fact as well, and I love any chance to slag off Everton, but they've conceded five goals in their last two games. Yeah, exactly, you know? and they don't seem to be scoring goals, John, either. Aye. So, yeah. and you know, unless you know, it could be the classic case of you get rid of Dina and then Dina, and the next thing he's he bangs in yeah. one of those. Goal, just, just, from, just from the weekend there like you know I, th- I think it's not even entirely Dina's fault like I think the fact that his goalkeeper is a wee bit dodgy on balls coming into the box is going to cost goals at the minute yeah. you know I, th- I think Pickford I don't, I don't like naming players individually but I don't know sometimes it can be fun too but uh, I just think you know that 
when you've got a kind of a, a liable goalkeeper who's low on confidence, um, which I think Pickford is, uh, that could be costly for you know your your other defenders in front of him. Well, it will be costly if it keeps going. Yeah, that's, especially with Man City this weekend. Too. That's true. And I actually heard a, <clears throat> a a lovely little stat on a podcast I was listening to earlier. Um, the, a couple of Irish guys. Uh, Seamus on, on that FPL Drunk podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was listening to them today, and uh, they, they said that Man City have more clean sheets against all the other teams in the league. If you not, if you accumulated all the points in, the, in the, all the teams Man City have played for their right. defenders, they'd, ha- they'd have zero points. Every defender added up all together in the FPL that have played Man City if you add yeah. up all their points they yeah. have zero points already oh, get you know, sorry yeah. to I kind of went the long way round on that didn't I I, I kind of fluffed my lines but imagine that's because obviously the 8-0 would have had loads of minuses in Watford but yeah, I thought that was a course, really yeah. cool um, cool stat and I love kind of stuff like that so definitely give those boys a listen too always uh, you know plug the, the other podcast there and share them out as well so give them a listen but Johnny back to my own team there a wee second this is my dilemma. I have Van Dyke and Wambasaka. They're my only two fit defenders, okay? Because mm-hmm. Emerson's injured. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, sorry. Then I have Dinya and, and Lundstrom. Here's my, mm-hmm. my real dilemma. Dinya's playing Man City and Lundstrom's playing Liverpool. Yeah, so you're you going know, to go for maybe... One it's, of them, one, to... it's either Dinya or Lundstrom that has to be started unless I use my other free transfer on a defender. That's what I'm thinking. Otherwise, you're going to have to see if you can somehow manage to work maybe like a two-man defence. Yeah, <laughs> bring back. There used to be a chip actually, um, all out attack chip, <laughs> where you just uh, I would use that to, to now. Um, so like I'm probably going to be forced into using it on a defender, mm. and a couple of defenders I'm thinking about are like Alonso and maybe even Mendy, because I do have a little bit in the bank. But then again, I have another player in the midfield that I want to get rid of that isn't really cutting the mustard, and that's uh, Sabalas. Ceballos Ceballos yep. sorry Ceballos <laughs> so you know I've got a few little dilemmas there I, I went to Spain for two days back in February and you think I know everything all of a sudden <laughs> yeah check you out TripAdvisor <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah go on yeah. ahead I'm just going just to say what are you going to just I'm sure you'll keep us informed whenever you make a decision on that yeah I will indeed I will uh, it's just at the moment though well I'll go into captaincy whenever we're actually talking about captaincy but at the minute my bus captain is on Salah Okay, we actually have a question about him, which we'll have to dip into later as well. Yeah, that's right, tongue and loftus. Yeah, uh, yeah just one, one thing I'm kind of really looking to this weekend is, um, you know, I, I've had kind of issues all season with midfielders, and the midfielders now that are really starting to catch my eye is I actually got rid of John McGinn, and I kind of regretted it straight away, especially when I seen how well he played against Arsenal there at the weekend. Uh, he got a goal for himself as well, uh, and he's still going for a relatively cheap price. I don't have it written down. Five point six million, Johnny. 5.6 million, right? Yeah. I'm going to write that down. He's but actually... Also, so, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no, go ahead. What do you say? No, I'm saying he's say. actually a good replacement for maybe one of my problems in uh, Ceballos. Yeah, possibly so. Possibly so. Did I say that right? Uh, uh, I don't know. I wasn't listening. All right, cool. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. But uh, I think you did, yeah. But also, another man, and we mentioned him before as well, and he got his third goal at the weekend, and that's Harry Wilson. And, yeah. And uh, so he's another option as well. And another one, too, I'm looking into is the possibility of Eric Lamella. He's still going for a fairly cheap price at 6.1. Brilliant. How much did you say Harry Wilson was again? I didn't because I didn't write it down. I just wrote down that he scored three goals. Oh, uh, right. I, I haven't got his price to hand, but I'm sure he, 
people can find out. Yeah, well, we'll have a look. Again, though, the only thing with Harry Wilson is, do you remember we were talking about Bournemouth last week? Again, it was Seamus, actually, who put in the question. He was saying, you know, do we, um, Bournemouth are going on a run, do we start to look at them again, or do we keep them? And we were, we were kind of saying, you know, if you have them, keep them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but wait and see. I wouldn't go bringing them in. That was last week. So, Harry Wilson seems to be ticking away nicely. Yeah, like you the know, next two games are West Ham at home and then Arsenal away. I know Arsenal they're good good sides, but they're definitely, you know, even though United couldn't do it. Uh ding. Fuck um <laughs> yeah. but like you know, but I mean like, you know, they, they are teams that can be scored against and like, as good as Arsenal are, we've always said they're weak at the back. So, you know, for for a non expensive, a non overly expensive midfielder and Harry Wilson, I think, <coughs> he's really, really caught the eye. And I saw him play a few times last year for Derby as well. Uh you know, he's obviously he's a Liverpool player, you're keeping a wee eye on him and you know, he just he seems to impress me quite a lot, you know. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The only thing with Harry Wilson at the minute, he's sharing a bit of game time now with your boy Fraser. That's true, yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So that's the only thing that would put me off maybe going that direction because um Fraser and him Fraser's gonna to have to get minutes and mm-hmm. Harry Harry Wilson seems to have you know, he's put his he's put a real he's like he's sta- yeah. yeah, isn't he, for that starting position. But of course Fraser's always gonna to have to get some game time as well because he's another great player for Bournemouth. Oh, uh, yeah. And another just player just while we're on Bournemouth there is the defender Rico. I think he's yeah. uh, four point one million right now and he's got two assists back to back, Johnny. He did, yeah. I saw his name popping up a few times on the uh, on the WhatsApp group on Friday night there as well. And yeah, he, he's, he's sort of a man, he's sort of a man you would overlook and never think, you know. Yeah. Um, now, whether or not he he's just in there until somebody comes back from injury, you know, he could be. He, but the fixtures for him are quite good, and you know, if you were trying to free up a few pound to get mm. in, you know, your more expensive premium players or mid tier players, he could be a direction to go in. Yeah, uh, of course. The other man I mentioned there is Eric Lamella. Main thing, main reason for that is next couple of weeks: Southampton home, Brighton away, Watford home for Spurs. Oh yeah, uh, three three so. three good fixtures, and maybe a, a cheaper. Um, a cheaper way into the Spurs attack than I think Son. So, yeah. yeah, well, I have Son as it is. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So it, it's it's a possibility. Again, nothing set in stone yet. There's still a you know a couple of days before we can change it. And I've just played the wild card as well, so maybe I'll I'll sit tight. But it's just the midfield has always been kind of causing me issues this year. You know, Milivojevic was a bit of a letdown. Uh, the other lads, oh, nothing at all was happening. So uh, now these are the the three that have caught my eye, and they're not overly expensive either. So. Yeah. No, that's good. No, Johnny. And just, you know, when I was talking about my own defensive issues and woes, and uh, of course with Chelsea's, um, Chelsea's fixtures are, are already named about, they're very good. But there's a there's a, a Chelsea defender there called uh, Tomori. And yeah, he's, young uh, yeah, yeah. I think he's 4.5 million as well. Already has bagged himself a goal. Looks a great player as well. So another cheap option into the, we're starting to look at these more cheap options into defence. And maybe a little bit, you know, the fact that Chelsea, we can call him a top four, top six team, you know, that's a real that's a real cheap way into the into that side. And he seems mm-hmm. to be starting a lot of matches now. I think there's some with that Chelsea team because they can't, you know, they've got the transfer embargo. Yeah. Their team is pretty much set. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, you're going to change it a bit, of course, but, you know, they're not going to change the way other teams are, you know, yeah. with rotation because they can't. <laughs> the, the computer says no, like, you know, the, the law has spoken. So it just means that they will get plenty of game time, you know? Yeah. No, that's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, John, anything else there? Or do you want to move in now and have a little look at maybe game week six now? And we'll see, talk about a little bit of captaincy maybe and um, some, look at some standout fixtures if you're, if you're ready to go in. 
Well, to be honest with you, the, the fixtures I'm going to be looking out for are involving those three lads that I mentioned, okay, so which is Chelsea, Bournemouth and Spurs, uh, purely for those guys that I mentioned. Uh, who was it again? Sorry, oh, sorry, Aston Villa, I meant to say. Sorry, between McGinn, Wilson and uh, Lamella. So they'll be sort of the games I'll be looking out for this weekend. If I don't make the transfers in, transfers in, beg your pardon, then I'll, uh, you know, I'll be looking at maybe making them the week after when I've got the second one. So, yeah, so it's uh, Aston Villa's game against uh, Burnley this weekend. Yes. Uh, the Spurs game against Southampton. And who am I forgetting there? Chelsea are playing Brighton as well. So they'll, they'll be the, my kind of pick of the three. Not for captaincy as such, but that's what I'll be looking out for. Right. And just, just while we're going in here now, we have, I'm just going to go to this Man City-Everton game because Sterling, he has blanked now the last two game weeks, Johnny. And um, he's probably one of the most uh, sold players. I'm just going to go and have a little look at that and give the people the stats so mm-hmm. yes uh, Raheem Sterling's the most transferred out player this week with uh, 245,000 transfers out um, mm-hmm. he even had a little uh, price drop Johnny um, his dis- stock market value has gone down yes discuss take it away it just, it just well I, I just can't fathom you know it just seems so weird to hear the sentence he's blanked two games <coughs> yeah. you know, do you count as blanking two game weeks if he doesn't play in one of the game weeks yeah, you know, you, well, you, would, you, would, you wouldn't say an no, injured player. Yeah, no, it's not really. Not that he blanked, but I guess people are because there's, he's worth. There's so much money tied up in him. You know, uh, yeah, they're just yeah. moving him out and and maybe going for Son for that yeah. little bit cheaper. That's well, understandable. That's what do you think about that? Do you think that's a good idea at the moment, or? Uh, to be honest, uh, I'm not dodging the question, but with Man City, you just never really know because yeah. the famous Pep rotation, roulette, whatever you want to call it, it it's a fickle oil business. Do you know what I mean? It, a lot of people might have got away with it last week yeah. if they had the Bruyne as vice captain, but you mightn't have that same luck again this week. So it, it's a really, really hard one to call. Any other team, uh, you'd be able to kind of diagnose it a wee bit better. But with Man City, you just you never really know, especially with those kind of midfield and attacking players that they have who are yeah. never really who are never really set. Yeah, well, personally, I'm licking me chops about it, Johnny. <laughs> Do you know, um, I'm loving that all these managers are um, are transferring this guy out because he's had his rest now. That's his rest. Yeah. He's, he's he'll be rested in is City playing a cup game this weekend or this week. Um, let's assume sure. let's assume they are. He's not going to play, so he's going to have a good rest, and mm. uh, he's going to be coming back into that team fresh. And you know what? Maybe it's uh, another City's. City players' time to be to be rested now, you know, and Possibly I don't know. So. I don't know who it could be. It could be, you know, maybe it'll be. <laughs> we we don't maybe, call it Pep Roulette for nothing. We yeah, maybe call it, it could be Aguero. It could be anyone, you know, or whatever. But I think now Sterling's had his rest and he's going to come back in and he's going to score a hat trick for me this week. So <laughs> you heard it here first. Just there while we were on the the top transfers in and out. I'll just I'll just finish the list. Rashford, of course, who's injured, um, out for United. Second, then Dinya third. No surprise there. Playing City, um, I think uh, then Zinchenko because of course people have seen Mendy has yeah. crept back into the scene. So we always said once Mendy is back, back. Yeah. that yeah. Zinchenko's runs officially over. Yeah. Uh, who knows though? Like we keep re- referring to Pepperlet, you know he could still come on. Uh, and then of course Juan Bissaka is gone because people are just fed up with United's shithousery. Um, so the most transferred in players are uh, Abraham top manager yep. in De Bruyne Otamendi Mount and Lundstrom I'm surprised with Otamendi because like a week before that he conceded three against Norwich and you know I know he gets a clean sheet in the goal this weekend uh, you know it's, it's amazing how quickly some of them are very understandable of course they are 
you know, uh, but the, the other Mandy one, no, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have expected that one. Yeah, well, he's also had a little price raise, which isn't too bad because he's just at his original price again, which is five point mm. five. But he was down there at five point four for a while. But with Otamendi, the fixtures are quite good now. I don't know why Everton is marked red on the uh, Fantasy Premier League site as a tough fixture. Oh, because, take that! <laughs> yeah, I know, but uh, but I don't think it's going to be. You know, I don't think there's going to. I, I don't. I can't see goals coming out of Everton at the moment. Um, but the, after the Everton game, and I'm, you could include the Everton game as well, they have good fixtures. Everton, Wolves, Palace, Villa and Southampton. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a great run for Sterling too, just going back to that. It is overall. We've been saying for a while too about how City have a, a nice run of fixtures. I know they lost the Norwich one, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if they went on and won you know, the next six weeks in a row on the trot with yeah. no, real, no real difficulty at all. Like. Yeah, true. You know, you know, but like I say, Sterling, these boys could start kicking ass. Okay, so you, are you are you disagreeing with the FA Premier League that Everton is a, a difficult fixture, Paddy? That's a oh, there go all the Everton fans. Um, Fuck them! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! We saw, only joking. We only take joking. it back. But no, um, no, I, I am disagreeing with them. I don't think Everton and look how many goals City have scored. I don't think anyone should be a red flag for City. But suppose. Um, I just and Everton aren't scoring, so I just I just see maybe Otamendi being a decent enough shout this week. Yeah. Okay, and, and going forward, he's going to be in there, cemented in there. He's cheap way into that uh, top four champions uh, defense. Really, I mean, I'm I'm just getting flashbacks. I know we shouldn't dwell on the past, but <laughs> yeah. I, maybe part of my language there a few minutes ago. But that was based on the game last season when Everton were playing City. Do you remember it was around it was around March April time, and it was part of the double game week, and you know. Obviously, if Everton got a result that night, it would have helped Liverpool's chances to win the league. But for some reason, Everton left out the likes of the Sigurdsson that night. They left out Richarlison. Uh, they oh, never I got love a Everton. tackle That's at all. That's my second team. Oh, no, no. no. And, then, and then they played Liverpool about a week later. And, geez, it was blood, guts and thunder. They were going in for everything. And I thought, yeah, yeah. You know, Jamie Coleman might be a, an old associate of ours. But, no, no, that, that, that one hurt. So <laughs> that, that explains my uh, rant there a few minutes ago. Um yeah, all, so that, like, all is I, forgiven. I, We've got the Evertonian listeners back now. Thank you. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Right. Well, so wait, that's a well. So Tony, you're, you're, hold on, hold on. A cotton pick a second. Let's just go through here now. The captaincy options. Who's your captain going to be, or who do you think's the best captain this game week? Uh, to be honest, I might stay with Aguero, or it'll be Aguero or Firmino. It'll be one right. of the two. Sensible enough. Two yeah. sensible enough options there. We have Liverpool. They away are away to Sheffield United. Now I'm on Salah at the moment, but I hate having a captain on the early game because if it goes wrong, the whole weekend's fucked. You know. <laughs> so I don't know. I could. I also have Tammy Abraham, so I'm thinking about Abraham as well. Who um, is Chelsea are playing Brighton, so. Yep. Is Duffy still out? He is, yeah. I actually had Duffy in my team on uh, Saturday evening, and you know they got the clean sheet, but he wasn't part of it, so that was a bit frustrating. Um, yeah, there's, you know, there's, there's a few rumblings going around that uh, just the manager just doesn't really want him in that team, or you know, I don't know if this is Chinese whispers or what. But right. um, you know, but in fairness, to, in fairness to Shane, I saw a Twitter or sorry, a tweet that he put up the last day, and he's still a real team player. Like, you know, yeah, he he's always up, like, back you know, in the team, man. He's always, he's always back, back in the team. Like, you know, and like there was no sulking, no whinging, no moaning. Why was I not playing? Whatever, you know. So maybe, maybe this old Chinese whisper that he's not needed anymore. I, I think that could be a, just a bit of some newspaper gossip, you know. And you know, he's in good old form too because he's doing well in the league, Johnny. He's up there in the top twenty, I think, in the Fantasy King Cash League. He is actually, yeah, fair play to him. <laughs> and I know I called the Cash League there though, but just, just so you know, Shane didn't put any money into the league he's not betting or gambling we put him in ourselves and any money he wins he's donating it to charity of his choice 
So there you go. It's a little bit strange because I definitely saw him out in a casino in Letterkenny one night about a year ago. <laughs> oh, you're some crap. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even joking. No, maybe he was just in to meet somebody. <laughs> That's what he was at. <laughs> That's what he was at. Um, yeah. Right, so I think the captaincy, anyway, um, so I might be putting on t- Tammy Abraham. Maybe a little differential. Also looking there at the uh, Spurs and Southampton game, how good would Son be as a captaincy? I think that would be a great shout as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, the last couple of game weeks, the last two, the captaincy in our Fancy King Cash League and probably all over has been a fight, a dogfight between Sterling and Salah. Do you know? Yeah. And maybe a few Abahamyangs in there. This week, it has a chance to, you know, splinter out into a few other players. Like like you just said, Firmino's a good shout. Salah. Yeah. Is Manny injured? Um, at, at the minute, I think it was just a slight like uh, dead leg that he got against Chelsea, and I haven't heard anything to say that it's anything serious. Um, we'll keep the ear on it as we always yeah, do. Remember, but I, 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 I wouldn't Ben Dunnery for that news as well. Just keep an eye on that Twitter mm-hmm. page; he's very good. Yeah, but I, um, I think I think it'd be okay. So yeah, back to so you know we could splinter out. You know you have Abraham's, you have Son, you could even have Kane. You have like yeah. the the Man City boys, Aguero. You know, if you were going to take a risk for a captaincy this week. You know, it is. I mean, if you were going to take a risk in the captaincy, this is the week to do it. Do yeah. You know, really, because there's going to be a few spread out ones. You're not going to suffer. It's not going to be like everyone lumping on one guy. Um, just it's, kind of, it's nice yeah. to spread it out a wee bit as well, isn't it? Yeah, I love whenever there's. Um, you look at the captaincy polls, and it's it's kind of tight because mm-hmm. you know it's if you don't you don't feel like that you have to jump on the bandwagon with the most popular captaincy choice yeah 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 you know? you can... so so just um looking at the captaincy poll on the um on the old scout here they have a, a lovely big list here of captaincy there's a load of them and there's loads of votes on it um do you do you have any guesses do you want to have a little guess there johnny at who who you think's ca- um topping the captaincy poll going into i'll take a stab and i'll just go with abraham for now because i know chelsea have a nice run of five yeah. years <laughs> So I'll take a stab that Abraham might be top right at the moment. And this is subject to change because we are basically at the start of the week and we have yeah. injuries and all to factor in at the moment. You're not too far away, Johnny. Anyway, the top of the captaincy poll at the moment is Salah. Right. Now, the wall, a lot of those managers are under the influence of that uh, banner, always captain Salah, because, you know, it is kind of a safe option to do. But Salah is leading the poll. Second is uh, Tammy Abraham. Oh, okay. I'll take that. And surprisingly enough, uh, Sterling's in third after, you know, his big sale. <laughs> so you have Sterling, then you have Son as well, yeah, and then you have Aguero and Kane and De Bruyne. So there's a lot of you can see it splintering down there. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good captaincy shouts this week. I'd love to see like uh, uh, somebody come forward and say like I'd love to even hear if somebody captain Silva at the weekend. Yeah. You know when he got the hat trick against Watford there, and you know like I'm I'm just looking at my own team. Like I think even I'd love to even captain Robertson because I think Liverpool it's very possible they will keep a clean sheet this weekend. I know they haven't been doing it too much, and he gets forward as well. And you know he's bound to score at some stage this season. Yeah. So you know, you'd love a real kind of a working class captain to to just to second everybody. You know. Yeah, that's what one thing I love about uh, our fans King Cash League is um, checking out the the madcap bastards there. You know the ones okay. that uh, pick those. There's only one in our league every time that picks. Uh, you know. This, just a captain that no one else has. Like, the, the unexpected, en- yeah, yeah, like Henry Diamond there last week. He got he had son. He was the only guy who had son. And I yeah. think he 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 was uh, madcap bastard again this week. But um, it didn't just work out for him this week. And we'll when we get to the league, we'll uh, we'll have yeah. a little look at that. But even uh, like even for the even even in our league, like I had Firmino uh, for the first three or four weeks yeah, as well. And, and, and you were the only it, one. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? You know? And Firmino, like he is the working class here. We have spoke about him already, but six games, Johnny, three goals and three assists, nine point um, five million, and some 
you know, the fixtures aren't too bad. The next two, anyway, you've Sheffield United and then you've Leicester. They do toughen up, though, for Firmino with, well... Uh, with United. United are marked red in the uh, Fantasy <laughs> Premier League. I, I, I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> there's only two colours, red and green. I would like to put, I would put United amber. <laughs> so, uh, Liverpool and United. Then, um, and they're away to United. That's so, right, yeah. Definitely an amber. Have you, got um, the, you got the bus ready? Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> well, Mourinho's not at the wheel there now. And um, we also, then you have Spurs right after that. You get a little break in the middle with uh, Aston Villa in game week 11, and then it's Man City. It, it, it's a tough run of games, yeah. So they, yeah. Need, to, they need even they, well, I suppose like they came through Chelsea away at the weekend. But uh, I don't want to get into it too much because I feel like I might, I might sidetrack into just speaking about it. Could Liverpool. be another podcast. That could be another one, yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, Firmino has been going well, as we said. Uh, tough kind of run of games, but I don't think tough games really phase him too much. Like, you know, Chelsea away at the weekend, goal. Uh, even last year, if we're still talking about that, Arsenal got it and he gets a hat trick. You know, so it's <laughs> it's it's in his locker, as they say. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, and he's got a belter <clears throat> of a smile as well. Oh Jesus, blinding. Um, so yeah, I think we've kind of like we don't want to take this podcast on too long, but I think we've covered a little bit of what we what, what we wanted to talk about. You know, for yep. game week six, and we've we've gave our teams and all, and uh, we have a couple of questions to get through as well. Okay. <clears throat> Well, we get back. Well, we get into the questions now, then, yeah, Johnny. Yeah, fire, fire away. Yeah, go on ahead. Go on ahead. So the first question we have, and it comes in from where is he? Shashank Patoli. Um, all the way from. How, how come you can pronounce his name and you can't pronounce the Spanish guy's name? I don't know. This one kind of rolls <laughs> off the tongue a little bit easier, okay. you know. Um, all the way from India, he's he's on a wild card, right? So who's the better forward picks for the upcoming game weeks? Abraham, Firmino. Uh, Callum Wilson and then he says also who's the better midfield picks so we kind of have already spoke about Firmino and the fixtures and yeah. I've brought in Tammy Abraham so I'll just I'll just do those fixtures quickly again Brighton at home Southampton away Newcastle at home Burnley away Watford away and uh, Palace at home so fantastic fixtures for um Tammy Abraham so I would probably well I've brought him in and six games and seven goals Johnny so yeah. you know I think Tammy Abraham out of, I know he's, he's a little bit pricier than uh, Callum Wilson at 7.8 yep. but the fixtures are just that little bit more attractive Callum Wilson's fixtures at the minute uh, West Ham at home Arsenal. then they're away to Arsenal yeah home to Norwich away to Watford so they're okay then Amber here again at home to United and uh, <laughs> away to Newcastle and then home to Wolves before going away to Spurs and then fifth, game week 15, uh, it's a long way away uh, pass. So I think out of the three, Tammy Abraham would be the way to go in there. What do you think yourself, Johnny? Um, I, I, was just, I was just writing down those notes as you were reading those out and I, I put a circle around Abraham. He was yeah. my kind of standout of the three, yeah. Yeah, and the midfielders now out of the threes gave us as uh, Mason Mount, 6.5 million, six goals, oh. Six games, three goals. Um, you know the fixtures already, the same as yeah. Tammy Abram, obviously. Uh, <laughs> McGinn, 5.6 million, two goals, one assist. Uh, yeah. Fixtures, we'll just go through them. So, three nice fixtures in a row. Um, Burnley at Burnley. home, home uh, Norwich away, and then Brighton at home. But then they get tough then. There's two back-to-backs, uh, Man City away and Liverpool at home. 
So, you know, you need to watch out there. Then they have two nice ones again, uh, Wolves and Newcastle before mm-hmm. uh, Amber again, United away, and then uh, Chelsea away. <laughs> so, you know, you have three nice ones there with McGinn, 5.6. Then you have Cantwell's other choice, and that's uh, two goals and two assists for the Norwich mm-hmm. uh, playmaker. Um, three nice fixtures as well. Maybe four because United there's again. <laughs> uh, is this am I being punked here or something? Uh, set, set me up here to. to uh, I'm already hurting from the United. You're, 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 just waiting, you're just waiting for Jeremy Beadle to pop out at some stage. Uh, aren't Jeremy Beadle be more like it. I. Uh, so Palace away, Norway. Then of course Villa. Then Bournemouth away. United uh, away to Brighton and then home to Watford. So you know, five million two goals two assists. If you're already going for Tan Abram, it would be no harm, supposed to double up with uh, Mason Mount as well, 6.5. Uh, I think it's because we know that Chelsea are going to probably hit a better run of results yeah. than possibly Norwich. If you can squeeze the two of them in, I think in a way that, you know, if you're on a wild card, I think Cantwell should mm. be squeezed in there somewhere, mm. you know. And, uh, well, Mason Mount and Abraham, it's hard to look past those fixtures that they have. So That's it, yeah. I hope yeah, that so answers I- your question or gives you something to think about. Now, the next one here, uh, Tongue and Loftus, uh, good dudes on the Fantasy Bet podcast, knows his shit. So uh, he's, uh, there's no doubt James knows what he's going to do, but he just probably wants that little reassurance, that little shove. It's okay, do it. Okay, yeah, you know? okay. But yeah. Um, basically, right lads, I need to know if it's ludicrous to consider getting rid of Salah. He doesn't look at the races at the moment, and Son has a great run of fixtures coming up. The funds it would free up are mouthwatering. Talk me out of it, Johnny. Do you want to just take that one first? There, I think. I think he. I think if he did let go with Salah, I think he could be onto something. To be honest, because just having watched the game, Salah, I think he is right when he says that he's not really at the races at the minute. You know, like, like he had a good weekend game week three. I remember against Arsenal the week before that he blanked. Didn't do much at the weekend there as well. Like Salah's a fantastic player, absolutely. But it just it's just it's the same as the Harry Kane thing. It's just the price is so high that you yeah. could get better elsewhere and you could free up a few million quid for somebody else. Like if you, and I, I would I would not be against that decision at the moment. You know, I'm always kind of overhyping Liverpool players, but no, I think if you could get a son ahead of Salah, because that's what I've done with my home team. Yes. And and it, it's just freed up a wee bit of money elsewhere. Because Salah, I'm sure, must cause frustrations <laughs> at times. Yeah, you know? well, like, but the thing is, he is one of the highest scoring players in the game over the seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah suppose like if you want to bring him out you can always bring him back in if you're just talking about these fixtures James but here's a few little stats right Salah's got 50 points he's the second highest scoring midfielder in the game at the moment just behind Kevin De Bruyne there who had a wonder game remember against uh, Watford that, that's that's for this season is it yeah so far yeah he's All right the, okay yeah. okay yeah. so 50 points to, and uh, De Bruyne is 54 Manny is third and 42 I'm not going to run through the whole lot at the minute Son is on 28 points and he's only just back in. Yeah, he's only back in. So he is, of course, the form is there. Um, Salah's returned in two of the top, you know, he's returned twice in, you know, two of the top four, six sides as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. he is kind of fixture proof, you know, as well. He's a fixture proof kind of yeah, player. True, yeah. Um, some stats 46 penalty area touches, 15 total goal attempts, 12 goal attempts inside the box, eight chances created, two big chances. Uh, three goals and two assists. So he is still doing it. And the the scary thing is, you get rid of Salah, he could be punished. 
And um, I'm just thinking, sorry. Yeah, go on ahead. So I'm chuckling here. I'm just thinking, when you mentioned goal chances, I'm thinking, are they not the ones that he should have passed to Manny for an assist? <laughs> <laughs> they, they probably are. I would love to you know, have a look at Manny's, and that should be a stat in there under Manny. Uh, passes I should have received. His assist should have been higher. <laughs> yeah. So just having a look at Liverpool's fixtures here. Sheffield United now. We Actually, we already spoke of Liverpool fixtures. Yeah, so we did. Two, we did two, yeah. two easy ones, and then United, Amber. And Spurs, so they do. They are they are going into like a kind of a patch. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at Spurs, then you're looking at Sun. Yeah, the fixtures are mouthwatering with Southampton, Brighton away, and then Watford at home. To be honest, I'm not going to talk about it, but I think that's a good idea to go for that one. Yeah, and then like you could just uh, switch back then if you want to to Salah if you were able to if you planned yeah. that out right, and you, then you could be back in time for Liverpool away to Villa. Sure, you might have him for the City game, but then you're going on a great run again with Salah with Palace, Brighton and Everton. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Johnny, what, what what do you do? Should he free up those funds, set, set Salah free and go, I, I, go I smile should, and be he, happy yeah, with some? He, he should send him out to stud for a while. That's what I would do. All right, I could regret saying that, uh, but sure, that's all part of it. Like, I, I don't like sitting on the fence with these questions. I'd rather, you know, take a take a gamble on it. And I would, I would suggest that he goes for some uh, ahead of Salah at this point. I think... You know, points. I think Son may return more points, yeah. So go for it, James. Do it, man. Go on, James. Go on, man. So that's the question. Well, what was that? We had a propaganda question there from the sergeant. Yeah, that, that was a real kind of London question, though, wasn't it? <laughs> that was a good one. Do you want to tell it? I can't remember. Was it again? Uh, we were kind of just getting these normal kind of football FPL questions in, and then out of nowhere, we got this totally random question which just said something like, should propaganda be defined as how a cockney looks around the place? Yeah. As in propaganda. Propaganda. You know? <laughs> That's um, uh, at Beer Fueled Man, and uh, he's only over the road, uh, over in the over in the north, across the border. But he uh, he, freak, he frequents the the area now. He's uh, big into the FPL Beer Club as well, and he's actually down my way one day. Only I missed him. He was he was down doing a bit of sightseeing. So uh, th- thanks for the question, the joke. FPL Sergeant enjoyed that. And I did have a laugh when I read it. It, 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 it was a bit random. It took me a minute to get it. <laughs> and, uh, but then my, my Del Boy Trotter voice kind of went off in my head then. Yeah, and we have another one here from Lynn FPL. And she, this is a dig at me. This is a, do you have any recommendations or tactics to share when playing FPL draft? How do I win? Uh, Lynn actually won this last season and uh, she beat me and the bet was that I had to uh, wear a, put on a Liverpool shirt for a picture okay right okay so, uh, I didn't know that I did, oh I, did. I do remember that actually yeah, yeah I did do that and um, thankfully now the, the picture hasn't appeared again and it won't ever <laughs> so uh, I'm saying nothing we'll keep that one for a special occasion yeah yeah so Johnny I think that's the. oh one more thing I just want to shout out the FPL chief it does a fantastic uh, solo podcast himself, and it's uh, full of anecdotal little, uh, you know, rhymes and, and things like that. And I uh, really enjoy the podcast. And so, if any, I didn't shout out the podcast last week whenever I was saying that he uh, done a half marathon with Seamus. Mm-hmm. So I uh, just wanted to get, shout out the Chiefs podcast. He's also running a lovely little uh, group on Twitter for the NFL. Anyone who's in the NFL, I've joined it myself. I've got behind the Ravens who I got beat by his team there. So just get on that and have a look. Uh, so that's me we shout out. Johnny, do, is there any local news there now? Main thing is, really, if you're about Donegal or Letter Kennedy this weekend, to pop into the RCC, which is the Regional Cultural Centre, 
back, Paddy, when we were about 15, that's where we used to go drink bottles of cider. Remember? Yeah. At the, at cider park. <laughs> back in the day. Stuff. Back in the day, trying to get the shift off some bird. But uh, there's a cultural centre there now, and they've got an exhibition on. Of, uh, <coughs> it's to mark the 60th anniversary next year of the European Championships. So it's run by the FAI. Like, loads of great, uh, not just Ireland jerseys and Ireland memorabilia, but like, you know, there's, there's signed jerseys in there from uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, the Spain team that had that brilliant team back in 2008. Uh, there's loads and loads of cool stuff in there. Very interactive as well. Free of charge too, but it, it finishes up this weekend as far as I know. So get in quick, but it's, it's definitely worth it for any yeah, I'm definitely any, football, check that out. Any, foot, any, any football geek, you'll definitely enjoy it. Excellent. Um, quickly, that's, that's really the podcast right up. I'm just going to go in here now to the Fantasy King Cash League. Johnny, and I'm not going to spend too, too long on it. I'll just go through it very quickly. The Fantasy King Cash League, of course, we always spoke about the captaincy. It was Sterling versus Aguero this week. 70 captains in the league out of 152, and Aguero 39. So we, we know how that went. It was the De Bruyne were the winners, <laughs> after <laughs> all. Um, the, this week's uh, the Madcap Bastards, though, were um, Karim Malik, Captain Rashford, uh, Andrew Kelly, Captain Ashley Barnes, Richarlson, Henry Diamond, and uh, we had a tie there in the votes was Henry and Andrew with 40% each but I don't think any of these captains returned Johnny this week no I, I was just about to ask who, who won that then <laughs> yeah, they who was they're all, they're all shite lads sorry so <laughs> these are all winners right <laughs> madcap um, mad losers okay we had a few managers use up some prestigious chips uh, we had um, yourself Johnny you wildcard wild card, so yeah, congr- yeah. well done it was a good wildcard uh, Killian Dias uh, wildcard Vinny McLaughlin uh, at 90 Matt and uh, Pan Romero so we had five wildcards used we had a bench boost by Ryan Callum we will go into that wee bench boost in a second we had a triple captain as well from FPL Hints uh, he triple captained Aguero and we'll go into that as well so Bad. yeah we'll, 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 we'll tell us if we'll, we'll, we'll verdict uh, feel or uh, pass oh, sorry, on, on those two so we all know we had our hit me baby one more time managers Johnny 21 okay. managers took a minus 4, but only 2 managers took a minus 8, and that was at Matt Cornelius, 60, and at Leonard Watson. Um, we also had the most transferred in player was Cantwell in our league, and the most transferred out, Sterling. So a okay. few a few managers were wise enough in the Sterling. Um, now, the vice-captain madness, that was funny. Uh, in our league, 20 vice-captains went on Salah, 31 went on Kevin De Bruyne. I was one of those, yay. Uh, well four vice-captains on Manny, Four on Abamyang, three on Aguero, three Manny, two Abraham, two Pookie, RIP, one Rashford, RIP, one Richarlson, one Virgil van Dijk, and one Firmino. So yes. we all know the winner there too. Uh, so as the dust settled then on the week, uh, we have new jo- we have a new uh, leader, Charlie Barrett. So congratulations, Charlie Barrett. He is now Come on, Charlie. Sh- Charlie is sharing the uh, the mantle with Chef, who even though Chef lost his team. He picked up another team that had 50 points or 55 points less than the team he originally had, but it was still enough points to put him top of our league where he belongs, you know, because he was first. And, uh, of course, he was hacked. It was horrible what happened. So Charlie Barrett, anyway, number one in the league, 93 points, Johnny, this week. Nice. Yeah, so his total points is 406. And he had, uh, I wrote here, probably one of the only managers who wished... Kevin De Bruyne wasn't his captain because he also had uh, Bernardo Silva. <laughs> so 93 points, of course. Captaincy was in De Bruyne. And Bernardo Silva, 19 points. He had Firmino as well, 9. Salah, 5. And then he has a lot of points on the bench too. He had Dunk, 6. And Wesley, 7. 
but he still got 93 points, so he's very happy with that. Mm-hmm. A little look at the table now. Just want to uh, it shows a few new entries with uh, Bob McDermott jumping into third place and Jules Breach legs eleven. Johnny, uh, she's into sixth uh, and uh, devoted. Have, have, have I got banned from her Twitter yet? I don't think so, but I'd say you're you're on your eighth life. Uh, uh, devotee FPL finds himself inside the top ten, just two points below Lynn, who is uh, also in, up there in uh, sixth. Where's Lynn? Sorry, she's in eighth place. Little red arrow in the league this week for you there, Lynn. Uh, so the ladies are coming for those top four places, boys. Watch out. Here come the girls. Yeah, here come the girls. I like it. Uh, we also had one major. So we were talking about Ryan Callan used the bench boost. So he had. Uh, he's 56th in the league. He got total game week points, 69 points, because he took a minus four. Uh, we failed this, uh, we failed this uh, bench boost. So we have, because he didn't have Sterling playing, and he also didn't have. Uh, Kelly playing for Palace so that mm-hmm. was two zeros so he would have got two mat- two automatic substitutions coming on from anyway if you know what I mean oh yeah yeah yeah. so yeah. laying on his bench at the moment is just seven points and then when you take the minus four off that you mm. know it doesn't leave you very much with the bench boost but he is happy enough he got 73 points and uh, he got a green arrow he is still uh, two points below me though Johnny so I'm glad I, I managed to you know he, I work with Ryan so uh, I, I, there's a lot I was of just gonna... work this was a bit of a personal slag there, so it was, you know. You know yeah, I, I, I can see the I can see the smile getting bigger on you, yeah. bit by bit there. So uh, <laughs> I'm two points ahead of him, and um, also I think maybe two chips ahead of him as well. So eat my dust. Uh, we also um, had one manager use the triple captain's chip. That was at FPL hints. He's position eighty one. Any return from a chip in a single game week is good enough, as many have suffered. Uh, and double game mix with his triple captaincy chip so he got his, uh, his 27 points with a grow so I'm passing that Johnny I think you'd agree would you you know yeah, if you got yeah, that, yeah, a goal yeah, and assist would, you would, you would. so happy days the manager of the week was uh, at Fish FPL 94 points and I wrote here what could have been if Ludstrom had have made it off his bench he was buried three deep 12 points so <laughs> he was the manager of the week 94 points and That's he got so those from De Bruyne 34, Otamendi, and he had Wood, 13 as well, and Arnold and Pope, 7 and 6. And Chris Wood, that was the yeah. forgotten hero of the weekend. That's yeah. right. Yeah. He uh, kind of derailed the Barnes train, hasn't he? He did, yeah, two goals, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other notable mentions, of course, Charlie Barrett, the new league leader as well, 93 points. Uh, Jules Breach, 92 points, and Bunty Flanagan, Ray Flanagan, 91 points, position 34th, 369 points total. Now, of course, with the good comes the bad, Johnny, and we're going to have a little look now at who the wooden spoon of the week was, and that is UK or Andrew Kelly. So Andrew Kelly got 26 points, Johnny. It's okay, That's, Andrew. It doesn't make you a bad person. You'll get over this. Per Andrew, that is sickener. Um, let's just have a look at Andrew's team here, just to really have a look at it. Uh, so defence all done crap, midfield done crap, he had nothing. His captain was Ashley Barnes, vice captain Pookie. Um, Wambasaka won, Alderweireld won, Van Dyke two, Mings one, Eriksson one, James two, Sabias two, Pookie two, Aguero nine, and Captain Barnes four. So tight lines there, Andrew. Um, lucky, Andrew. Other notable mentions for per scores this week are a UK Giants fan who only got thirty points. He was also the biggest drop in the league. He dropped seventy six places. Mm-hmm. So uh, and Aidan McLaughlin 36 points third for worst of the week uh, most points left on the bench Peter Dobson 32 per Peter had 
Ryan, 10 points. McGinn, 10 points. Lodstrom, 12 points. So basically, Peter Dobson's bench had more points than Andrew's game week. Um, <laughs> you know, that's, that's the way it went there. Um, you're a cold, ruthless broadcaster. When you want I to be was fun. looking at that, and I just thought, you know, maybe he, he could have, st- you know, he had Sabias and uh, Soyonko for Leicester. Maybe he could have started McGinn ahead of Sabias and maybe Lodstrom ahead of Soyonko. But suppose if we knew the, the Euro Midians numbers, we'd pick them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So the best transfers of the week. This is one of my favourite uh, parts of the moves. Paul Howard had the transfer total of plus 28 points brought in. So he kind of had the, the best transfers, but he he benched Lundstrom. So he, he's not the winner. Uh, two free transfers. Out went Sabias, two, and out went Zuma, one point. In came Bernardo Silva, 19 points, and in came Lundstrom, 12 points. But he benched Lundstrom, so we have to hand, take that gold medal off him and pass it over to Ray Flanagan, who, who got 19 points from his two transfers, Johnny. So he, he, Ray was delighted with that if you had seen the WhatsApp. Uh, I don't think I've seen that one actually well done Ray he was was boasting away out went Sterling zero points and out went Firmino nine points so in came Aguero nine points and he captained him and then in came Bernardo Silva so well done Ray ah nice you know two good transfers other notable mentions Bob McDermott plus 15 and Phil Martin plus 15 now we've done the best transfers it's time to do the worst and that's Elliot HJ he got He's 36th in the league. Game week trans point seventy five. Great week. He even moved up one spot. He made three transfers though, Johnny. And a minus four, okay. And he lost himself twenty-six points with those three transfers. So shocker for Dang. for poor Elliot. Out went Bernardo, eighteen. Out went Salah, five, and out went Van Dyke, two. In came Manny, two, Soyunko, two, and Sterling zero. But he still got a green arrow and moved up one place in the league. Yeah, so a green arrow is a green arrow. That's a wrap for game week five, Johnny. The 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 the, the fantasy game, game stats. That was game week six, buddy. Or game week six, sorry. <laughs> uh, I wrote all game week five. Oops. Anyway, that was a wrap for game week six. And now, just quickly, we have the man. We're halfway through there for the manager of the month. You know, in another two weeks, we'll be handing out another fifty euro to uh, mm-hmm. whoever's top for September. So leading that at the moment is Charlie Barrett. 152 points. Jules Breach, 150. Joseph Byron, 150. FPL Locked, 147. FPL Chef, 145. And Mike Manley, 142 points. So, if that isn't some game week seven motivation for you, folks, uh, I hope you, you know you just need to get the skates on, keep them points coming. So that's the the roundup of the Fancy King Cash League, Johnny. And I think I need a drink after all that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you to be like a golf commentator. How could you talk that long about the same thing? Like, I know, but I just have to get the old stats out there. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 absolutely. I'm going to slag them. You know, anyway, that us. That is us, Johnny. Thanks for listening. All the best now, folks. See you again next if week. If you like the pod, make sure and give it a retweet and give us a five-star rating on iTunes, all that jazz. Thanks for listening, guys, and take care. All the best. Yeah.